Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Down in Flames. Uh, we got the four of us here this morning: Thomas, Peyton, Jared, and myself, Kyle. It's Three a of Saturday us. Jared morning. doesn't count today. I Jared do. doesn't count today. Jared's, I don't. Jared's funny. Such a jerk. He's gonna be zoned in and out. He's <laughs> got a big basketball game coming up. In, Are you zoned, Jared? Big, big pickup basketball game. Yeah, How many threes you aiming at? Are you going Steph Curry level? You going for nine threes? I don't know. Steph know. goes. For uh, Jared's level. Mm. That's how Jared looks at mm. it. Ooh. He's got a point. I don't imitate Seth Curry. Steph Curry imitates me. You know what Jared's uh, defensive style is? Their catch and shoot. Style. Catch and shoot. <laughs> catch and shoot. <laughs> His defensive uh, yeah. style it's is catch. scoring on you. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best defense is offense. How do you guys like it in the morning? I like this. This, this, this is, is strange. If we we had donuts. It's at our Thank place. Yes, so this, this episode for Down in Flames is brought to you by the wonderful local forest, Wandering Donut. If you have not had Wandering Donuts before, we have ourselves some Oreo donuts here this morning. Delightful. Oreo donuts, greatest thing ever. Amazing. Now, You're welcome, clear, Wandering Donuts. So that we don't ever have to potentially remove this, uh, this episode. Unbeknownst to them, yeah, yeah, they're exactly. being mentioned. No right? payments made. <laughs> they don't. They, they did not pay us. I we actually paid had to pay for, for the product. <laughs> and by so, we, I mean Kyle. We That's true. Yep. By the way, you guys each owe me two fifty. So, um, just kidding. <laughs> man, I'm just oh, man, short. I got two twenty five on me. I'm out of money forever. That's so weird. <laughs> wow. My job just fired me. I'm sorry. Oh shoot, man. Work is going to be rough on Monday then. I guess. Mm. So. All right, well, uh, this episode then is uh, going to be primarily the three of these guys talking. I'm still kind of feeling ill, and uh, we're talking my favorite subject ever. You don't watch ever. the finals? I, no. You don't even watch the NBA finals? I thought you the know? other night about tuning he in for a little bit it. to watch. Maybe tonight I'll tune in to tomorrow, watch a little bit. Tomorrow night. Is it tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Why are they going? Th- See, they go two. Yeah, the NBA, guys. Three, this is stupid. Three-week process. Just I know you got to extend it out. Well, the NHL's belief. doing the same thing. I know they had two days off, so. and I've said numerous times the way the NHL and the NBA both do their playoffs. Mm-hmm. I hate so. Well, it gives Kevin Durant plenty of time to come back. It does. How's your guys uh, Memorial Day? It was good. It was yeah, very it was good. Pretty good. It was pretty good. My wife had to work. Yeah. So. I went to the beach. Went to the beach. So. I went to the Coca-Cola 600, and I saw you there. Uh, you yeah. almost died. Had heat exhaustion because I was getting sick without knowing it, and it was. 96 degrees in Charlotte, and then when you're standing on top of black asphalt all day, <laughs> that doesn't help anything oh either. So I don't it, understand. Yeah, exactly. Anybody who says NASCAR drivers are not athletes, they aren't. You try driving in a car for five hours in 140 degree temperature. Does that make you an athlete? Without power steering. That makes you or does it just make they you? A, like, yeah. How does that make you an athlete? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> These athletes all had personal trainers that were there up, with them, and they were had like special <laughs> drink mixtures to go into the. To so they have so, they have nutritionists. Okay, so if I trainers. if I get a personal trainer and then I take one long trip to Florida with Ooh, the windows up and no air conditioning. Thing. <laughs> that's not like, the yeah, same thing. Yeah, NASCAR's got nothing on me. Thirteen. Are you doing 185 miles an hour? No, I'm going slower. That's is part my, of the challenge. Wait, I'm wait, in a hot box even wait, longer. Is my pilot that's going to fly me to California next week? No, it's, that's come on, come on. He's fly, same thing as driving, you have right? to admit to be a NASCAR driver. You have to be in extreme good physical condition, and like it's not like it. It's like I, with I, golf. It's not like it was 40 years ago. You work out. They are have personal trainers. They are exercising all the time to be in the top physical condition. They they have an incredible mental capacity. And physical. They have to, it yeah. is they physically have to draining to do what they have to do. It is. I I so is don't know. I can't say. I can't say the, one way or another. I can't say no to that because I've never done. And it. And the pit crews are pretty much all ex football players who who didn't get drafted. Yeah, see, to me, signed. they're athletes. They're, they're athletes. athletes. <laughs> they're the real athletes. <laughs> so it, it was I mean, great this, watching them. I got so my wife designed the car for. Uh, William Byron for Liberty University for the Patriots game. Very impressive. It was, it was really very cool. Uh, because of that, one of the guys at Liberty, shout out to him, Chris Carroll. He's the head of the alumni. Shout out to your wife, too. That's yeah. really cool. It was really cool. She did, really, she did a great job with it. Um, but we were able to get pit passes or hot passes, so essentially sideline passes for NASCAR. Coolest experience as far as that I could ever what kind, imagine. What kind, of, what kind of headgear did you have to wear? I had. So they gave us these like, like these things where I could actually watch the race. Like So when they're going around the back stretch, you could mm-hmm. actually see what's going on, and then you could listen to the radio, and then I could listen to the crew chief talk to William when he was on the track. That's cool. It was pretty cool. The pit, Peyton, the pit stops uh, right in front of me. That was, that was Peyton, awesome next time, next time you pass someone on the, on the highway, way to be an athlete, Pete. <laughs> you guys suck. Oh, yeah. I'll way be to be an athlete. Trainer. I'll like, yeah. spank the back of his car. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Again. It's not real. 
unless you pee your pants during the race. <laughs> I have to? Yes. That makes you an athlete. Okay. Mental capacity. So here's here's another thing. We can bring this up as, as controversially very quickly. Cheerleading. I was about to say D- that. Different. different. <laughs> Not even. You have to be more of an athlete to be an escort driver than a cheerleader. No, you have to be. Oh, sorry, Jody. Oh, sorry, Jody. Oh. Okay, I will say you have to be more of an athlete to be a cheerleader. Yeah. Hands down. I agree. You are flipping all over the place and throwing other human beings. Yeah, you're a gymnast. A you guys, gymnast. You guys they're, don't know. They're essentially gymnasts. You don't but know. I do not consider cheerleading a sport at all. Well, that's, that's different. But to be an athlete. You can make the argument is NASCAR a sport or not? I say it's a motorsport, but it's it's a sport. It's see, to, okay. It's 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 a motorsport. It's a sport. But you are an, if you are a NASCAR driver in today's day and age, you are definitely an athlete. You are in fighting to be in top physical condition to have the most yeah. stamina to be able to win the race, to be able to last in that car because those conditions are absolutely grueling on your body. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> I feel like cheerleading. They're more of athletes than they are NASCAR drivers. Yes, not at all. Do I think that NASCAR drivers are not in shape? But you could also be 65 and be That's a not true. NASCAR driver. That's Why not is true. it not true? What, what stops somebody from... The, like the retirement age for most NASCAR drivers now is like early 40s. Like It used to be back but, years ago. They go race until they 50, but not anymore. Jeff Gordon retired when he was 43 because he's he couldn't probably made enough money and he's comfortable and he doesn't want to gruel in a 95 in 2009 life. there was a 90 year old who became the first to compete in a nascar sanctioned event okay nascar sanctioned event not a cup series event that's different still 90 year old so nascar still has numerous things underneath of it you have they, they oversee the his was a stock trucks. car race too yeah stock car races nascar has stock car races down to the grand national Which i feel like, like is that. a little bit more still active than Driving in your large oval. Throw a right turn in there. I'll start watching. But it's would, all would left right now. Start you, you guys don't understand. If, if they shook things up a little bit, I'd, I'd taste the know. Kool-Aid. Taste the but yeah, so for cheerleaders... You hate though, NASCAR, I'll hate soccer. <laughs> we disagree. For cheerleaders, though, they call everything a competition. To me, that's not. A, it's a competition at that point. It's not a sport. Like, you don't... Oh, yeah, I'm going to that competition. football competition today. See who outperforms the other... One in competition. <laughs> no, it's a game. It's a sport. It's a match. A race. I will give race to NASCAR. And you have to be in athletic condition to be able to drive the car under those conditions for that long. Are you saying every NASCAR driver that's ever been successful? No, is not athletic? ever. But I'm saying now, especially like they are athletic. You, you will not meet a NASCAR driver right now. Ryan Newman is probably the one who's the least in shape. All the rest of them are extremely good condition. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Don't think oh, in- hey, Golden Tate says NASCAR drivers aren't athletes. Golden, uh, <laughs> ah, yes, Golden Tate. This is getting interesting. <laughs> How can I'm you not, not agree with Golden Tate? The X, the X Detroit Lion. Why would that mean anything to me? Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, you're why a, did I? I, 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 I typed That's in right. Ryan Newman and Liberty University came up. I typed in. Okay, I who's typed in the words. He's, he's Liberty's driver. Wait, who is this guy? Oh, this is who's this Ryan Newman? This is a weird Ryan Newman. This is a liver. No. Ryan Newman. Ryan... Oh, that's Newton. Okay. Ryan, so Joseph Newton. Ryan Newton this... apparently went to Liberty. This is... And he's, a, he's an actor. Apparently he went to Liberty. He this is something clearly people want to know. I typed in the word fattest on Google. Fattest. The first result was NASCAR driver. Really? Second result, person alive. Google. Third person. <laughs> person fourth alive. person ever. Fifth cat in the world. One. <laughs> Hey, Bleach Report's got an article here. Five ways to win a debate with anyone who says NASCAR drivers aren't athletes. Let's see here. I mean, I think their reflexes. I don't know. I don't know if that makes you athletic or not, but it, it partially. You have to to be a NASCAR hand driver. Eye. You have to have incredible hand so your, your hand eye coordination. You watch them in the car. I know you think that's just oh, holding to your left. No, even they're going on the turns. It's it's this back and forth. It's yeah, they're doing a lot. You're jockeying mm. for position. No, that's not when they're trying Wait, to keep do, a straight line. They're so do we say? Like crazy. No, I'm saying like you are having to move. I'm not saying they're just like you're shifting. You're pushing down <laughs> brakes. You're so a there takes a skill. There so takes a horse skill. jockey. A horse jockey is an athlete. An athlete? Yes. No. Okay. No. Uh, I want to get an E3 debate going. Video games are they a sport? Ooh. Are they athletes? No, you're not an athlete for E3. Why not? You don't need to be going to the gym to work out to be doing esports. Unless counting this. 
Hey, they need to have really good. That's time. like saying me doing my job at work grading calls. I'm an athlete. Like, no. <laughs> okay, so what if we're talking about some of these newer um, uh, virtual reality games? Would it then make it a sport? Because you would have to be active? If there's athletic ability that requires you to do it well, then yes, you'd be an athlete. So then you would say. say some video games are athletic, but others are not. Sure. So if you play Skyrim virtual reality, sport. If you play it on your couch, not sport. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know, Kyle. <laughs> Is laser tag a sport? Oh, I mean, are we talking competitive laser tag? Yeah. Sure. I mean, if you so guys athletes. are being athletes and... If you get paid for laser tag, then you're an athlete. Man, the dream of every 12-year-old are boy. You, so are, you saying, are you saying here. are golfers athletes? Yes. Okay. Yes. It takes you be better physical condition to do a NASCAR than it does to be a golfer, I'm telling you. I'm telling you that they are more athletes than golfers. I think that it is different physical conditioning. Just like a football player to a basketball player, you have to be your body has to be equipped to just do different things. If your Same body has to be equipped to just sit down in like super high temperature heat, that's mental. Yeah, to me that's more of like yes, you teach your body endurance to like a, a negative factor out there, but it's more of you being able to pay attention to what you're having to do with like a lot of heat. You know, time. you know in golf and I actually didn't know this until a few years ago, but they have they actually have to walk the entire Oh yeah. the entire course. They have to yeah. walk the entire course. Yeah, that's still that's a lot of walking. <laughs> they have to walk. I mean and if but at the same time I, I am not an athlete. I could walk an 18 hole golf course and play 18 holes. To me I think the pros uh, it, appreciate it. it, it it's as more than you would think. It is more than you would think. Figure out what they need to yeah. do. Plus if it's hot, if if you're playing somewhere like Augusta I mean, I know that's in, in April, but still. I always did it on a broken right. leg. And I'm not saying. And it, I mean, it is tough. I'm not saying it's not tough. I'm just saying I could do this it. This is such a Saturday morning conversation. It is. Like, <laughs> I, you can't, we would never have this conversation no. if we were recording at like 10 p.m. Probably not. <laughs> this is such a Saturday We're awake. Morning. We're alert. We're talking sports. This is my one attempt to be able to well, talk a sport that I enjoy. Sport. Use that term loosely. Our, shut up. Let's move on. You guys start talking NBA. I'm going to just wallow. Let me go ahead here. and recap and go through this I'm just going to wallow. <laughs> recap Cha- this up first. Champions League final is today. It is. Uh, Tottenham, Liverpool. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail so we can actually break down. 3 yeah. p.m. We can break down what happens in our next recording. But um, as a Tottenham fan, obviously, I want them to win. Um, those, uh, those North London boys. But um, Have they ever won a Champions League trophy? Uh, it's been a while. It, it would have. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Liver, Liverpool from Tottenham what I've known is, is, is has won what, wonderful. 10 years ago at, or so? Tottenham is wonderful at being fourth place in okay. competitions. Um, so the fact that we're in a final is um, pretty amazing. You gonna be watching that today, Peyton? Yeah, I figured. I figured. How did you become a Tottenham fan? Was it FIFA? Was it FIFA related? Um. No. So and there's no shame if it was because I think that's how most Americans pick a team. Pardon me out of spite. I'm getting ready to do. Sorry to interrupt. I'm getting ready to do to put together while you guys are talking soccer and are you, NBA. Are you, I'm putting together a. Do you know me? Do not do NASCAR. I was thinking I should oh, just do a NASCAR no. driver. Oh man, only a handful. I, I know, know like a few, and I know uh, Joey Logano because he's from Connecticut. I know the only ever person. I hate Joey Logano. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt. Jeff Gordon. Bobby Labonte, only because Bobby he Labonte. drove a green car. <laughs> oh, speaking of NASCAR, I uh, the sports one bringing in. I was this close to Joe Gibbs on Sunday. Ah, Joe Gibbs. Yeah. Okay. I did not want a picture with him. No. What about Mr. Hendricks? Uh, I was about as close as we were for that too. Mr. Hendricks, first ever Champions League final today. This is their first ever Champions mm-hmm. League. And this is back-to-back. Liverpool was in it last year and lost, right? Liverpool has been there several times. Okay. But, but they have not won, I think, in 10-plus year, 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while for them. It's been a while. It's predominantly been Barcelona so owning for the sa- West. Safe to say these two teams were not the favorites going into it this year. No. So these are both underdogs coming into the finals. Yeah, so probably favorites for the year were Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Juventus. Juventus. Mm-hmm. Love them. Um, Man City. What's the key to the game? Um, I think it's both have very good defenses. Um, I think it's going to be possession and then capitalizing on your offensive opportunities and your attacking third. So 
I tend to give, I was talking to somebody at work about this the other day, um, give the offensive advantage to um, Tottenham strictly because of, I mean, you look at. If Harry Kane is healthy in, or in, does in not general, matter. Even, even, even without, without. I mean, Son has been playing wonderfully. Um, Lucas Mora has been playing real well, too. Um, for Liverpool, when they're like their most successful, everything goes through Salah. So, granted, you have, I mean, obviously you're going to have contributors. You're a professional team. Everyone's able to do what they need to do. But for them, like their strategy always seems to be Salah, Salah, Salah. Um, so, I mean, he arguably he is the best forward right now. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I think it comes down to possession and capitalizing on your time in the attacking third. He's had some filthy, filthy goals <laughs> this year. Twitter see, he's gonna him. be he's gonna be fun. We will talk about this later on after Thomas doesn't move back uh, north um, for the men's World Cup. Um, I think Egypt is gonna be a very interesting team because whenever there's like a great player on a team, everybody else starts to rise up. Mm-hmm. We saw it with what Sweden back mm-hmm. in the day. You've seen it with, yeah, a lot with of Ibrahimovic, and yeah. yeah. So well, we never got uh, we never got Wales though, did we? Um, they had a good uh, they had a good run in um, Euro okay. in the last Euro. Well, we've, we've never really gotten Wales in in the World Cup during that time. No, they're not. Yeah. I don't know. Their talent pool is just so much more limited. But well, who's the one player I meant they got? Gareth Bale. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which he's a reason yeah. to answer your previous question for Tottenham. He was so much fun to watch. Mm. Him and I really liked Harry Redknapp as a coach, um, but real I believe, athletes. I That's believe in I Pochettino. Like. Yeah. Do real you think athletes. soccer players are not athletes? No. Do you think NASCAR drivers are in better shape than soccer players? Yes. What? what? Oh, I'm joking around. <laughs> soccer players might be. Soccer the most players are the fittest athletes that are out there for for uh, for endurance. I'd endurance, say definitely hundred percent. And they're like 100%. they're strong too. They're not. I mean, they're yes, strong. An NBA player, a football player, could knock them over. I said, they're, well, they're but, I mean, stronger than they look. I feel like everyone thinks soccer players are like you know five eight hundred sixty five pounds. That's but just like messy. defensive guys are six four six six, and like but they're lean, solid men. Right. For talking this subject though, too, another one that I've argued is college wrestlers. You have to be in freaking amazing shape. Oh, sure. The endurance you have to have for that doesn't seem like yeah. a lot, but you use more in a three-minute bout than most. That's why they all end up in WWE. Right. Which Real athlete. Jared, I think I was talking to you. <laughs> I'm the only one that semi-cares about WWE. <laughs> I think I was talking to you, Jared, about can you think of a conference more dominant than the ACC and lacrosse? Granted, oh, right. you've got the like crossover of Maryland with Big Ten, but I, I mean, it was the Big East. I'd say it was up there too. But I mean, the only the only conferences that lacrosse is really big in is, is ACC the and the East Coast. I yeah. mean, maybe a little bit of West Coast. And you get Pac twelve, yeah, Pac twelve out there. But it's like the who Midwest, the South. It, it's not a UVA. UVA beat Yale, right? Yale yeah, in the finals. So Ivy League is another one that's up there. Anyway, I posed that question to Austin Mitchell. Austin, if you're watching this, I want to give you some some props here. Uh, no one was giving me an answer of who they thought was a more dominant conference in a particular sport. Uh, Austin said Big Ten wrestling. So I went back and started looking at championships. Nobody comes close to the Big Ten. Like periodically, Oklahoma State had a run like in the 70s of like four in a row. Like the Big Ten was going on like 12 championship streaks. Nebraska now too. Nebraska's wrestling is really good historically. Mm-hmm. Minnesota. It's all the failed offensive linemen. That's exactly what wrestling. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air time. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's go. Let's go into recapping game one. I'm sure Jared actually wants to talk about this. Warriors and five. Happy so man. we're we're gonna talk NBA Finals game one. We'll recap that. Then we'll go into game two. That's gonna be tomorrow night little bit to talk about and then you, you know you have the whole series as a whole to talk about as well the durant factor um the cousins factor cousins, iguodala is he healthy things like that so a lot of things play into it jared we'll start with you game one first off how excited were you were you to see not only toronto in the finals but actually see a game in toronto game one being played in canada First time I think an NBA Finals game has been played outside of the United States. 
yeah, how exciting was that? Definitely was the first one. And yes, I, I was very excited to see just my team in the finals. Um, but I was actually talking to my dad about this uh, a few weeks ago. So we, we weren't sure. We were looking at how does it get determined who's going to be the number one overall seed or who gets home court advantage mm-hmm. Um, because the Warriors were the one seed in the West, and the Raptors were the two seed in the East, but the Raptors had a better record by a game than the Warriors did. That's how they determine it. Are you guys so, a fan of that? No, of course. It penalizes the Warriors because the the Warriors were not focused 100% of the regular season. You know, if you said the Warriors were going to be, what, have 50-something wins? 57. Like, that's not Warriors-esque. No. When when mostly Steph, yep. Durant, Draymond, and Clay are pretty much healthy throughout the, the year. only sixty win team this year was Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. So I th- think it penalizes them because now I I don't think they're going to lose. But if they lose this series, home court advantage is probably part of that because they wouldn't lose game one most likely at home. Not at Oracle. They, they weren't going to they weren't going to lose at Oracle game one. But since the Raptors had home home court. You lose game one. Wow, what happens with game two? You know, that, that turns a series significantly. It's all because they weren't focused in the regular season. They were bored. And I think that does kind of turn the tides a little bit. Um, when I saw that we had home court advantage, I was like, that actually makes it at least interesting. I think that yeah, makes anybody it— Anybody who thought this was going to be a sweep— Hasn't well, I mean, really they, been watching. Yeah, they, they didn't pay attention because— Everybody who thought, you know, because we saw the, well, we, every, yeah, you saw the Warriors sweep the Blazers, right? Everybody yes, saw the Warriors. I thought it was going to be a sweep, yeah. but I didn't pay attention. So. <laughs> exactly. Case in point. Everybody saw the Warriors sweep the Blazers, but the Blazers were a two-man show. They were tired after a seven-game series, and, uh, and uh, Dame Lillard was playing with a separated rib. Like he was hurt, like and he was they they had a good hurt. they had a good game plan for him too. Yes, because they they, they showed they showed that they have extreme respect for Damian Lillard in his game by what they brought to the table of trying to shut him down because he does make that team go. C.J. McCollum is a fantastic player too, though. But D.J. Lillard or D.J. Lillard, Damian Lillard is is the one he that could gets be the DJ. team. I don't know his middle name. Yeah, D.J. Tanner. <laughs> Damian's the one that gets the the guys going. So. They had a really good game plan for him, and I thought they executed it perfectly. Um, Iguodala did a great job on him but the entire the, series. When you look at that, you see you see it was a sweep as well. But they the Warriors trailed more than they were winning in that series. Like they won all four games, but I think at halftime they were down by like seventeen one game. They double digits another game. Like they trailed more minutes than they were leading in that series. Well, and this incredible you know, that it was a sweep. And this is what I was telling you guys when the Raptors were playing against the Bucks, Because even you think about Portland, they don't have the role players, right? But Yeah, they've always struggled but the, to, to the Raptor, that But the Raptors have a really good set of role players. You got guys that have been there. You got Mark Gasol, Serge Ibaka, Danny Green, and... Now, Pascal Siakam, who's looking like he could potentially become at least a star in this league, um, who had the best game out of anybody on Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. Game one, 32 points, 14 out of 17 shooting, 80% shooting. And he he's a guy, and I mentioned this too, he's a guy that's just been inconsistent, but he has those flashes where he definitely can be an extreme factor. Now, the other thing I was t- talking to Peyton about and I think I mentioned this to you too, Thomas, but the the main thing with the Raptors is they have a advantage in the paint. Mark Gasol, Serge Ibaka, against the Warriors, that is. They have an advantage Without in Durant. the paint. Without Durant. Without and, Durant. And even with, I, I think if the Warriors play Cousins more, that that actually helps the Raptors out because it slows the game down. Well, I think they only have to play Cousins with, when Durant's not there. Sure, but Cousins, I say Cousins will want to play, which actually bodes another question. Let's say let's say the the Warriors don't win this series. Does Cousins come back? Does Cousins come back again? Does he does come back th- if they win? I think, I think he wants to come back. Do you think he wants to come back? So let's say, let, well, if Durant leaves, that opens a, obviously a lot more space for him to potentially. But why would he only sign a one-year deal? No, I don't think I don't think he comes back either way. I think he's gone. I think 
I mean, I know he hasn't looked sharp, and the injury is definitely a big part of it. But even in the year, I mean, he didn't fit well. I think he knows that. I know. I think he knows he doesn't fit well. And I think his brain thinks, I need the stats to go with the winning. And he's never going to be a 20-10 and 10 guy again if he stays on this team. Agreed. So I think, personally, I think he's going to value that. He values stats. That's the type of player he is. I would see, you know, the Lakers throwing a two-year deal at him or... You know, if he's really looking for a one-year deal, maybe he replaces Brooke Lopez in in Milwaukee. I there, I think there's almost as little chance he returns to the Warriors as Durant. Okay. I think he comes back strictly because he knows Durant's leaving. So he's saying, okay, I as long as I can stay healthy, because this but year they was want him back. this year was, I don't know. I think it depends on what they could get him for. But uh, as long as Durant's gone, you know, I would have more of a place. Um, and uh, if I can stay healthy, then I'll be able to actually show up and prove myself. How much he wants a championship and he's on he's on his way down, but he wants a championship. So is it easier to stay with your current team as long as you can negotiate something good to where they're OK with keeping you or uh, is a championship contender really going to want to pick you you up right now? Right. I think he's going to cut his losses and say, no, I want well, the not, championship. There's no way he's signing for another one year, five million dollar deal. That's what he did last year. There's no way he does it again. I don't know. Be, I know. I, no I think way he does a one-year $5 million. I think his focus right now is I want a championship. And How do I get it sooner rather than later because I'm think, not getting any better yeah. or younger? Well, here's the thing. You don't think if he, if Durant leaves, and let's say the Lakers, you know, we're going on a rabbit trail here, but let's say the Lakers do something. The Lakers are getting somebody, right? They're getting somebody, whether it's yeah. Chris mm-hmm. Paul, whether it's Jimmy Kemba. Butler, Kemba, Kyrie. You're saying he's not going to – I think there's a better shot he goes to the Lakers. Because LeBron loves him. LeBron t- has always talked up Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins loves LeBron. If, Le- if it's LeBron, Brandon Ingram, and Kyrie Irving in Los Angeles, you don't think Boogie Cousins in his mind thinks that's going to be a championship-level team? I don't know. After seeing everything that's gone on this year, I think a lot of players have... Two-year, two-year, $20 million deal? I think a lot of players have question marks and are at least going to be thinking harder about, do I want to go to L.A.? It's, yes, you play with LeBron, but this has been an absolute storm over there. So your crystal ball is Lakers for Boogie Cousins. Your crystal ball is I I think they're the most likely team to get Boogie Cousins. I I think the Lakers would be the most likely team... And you, you can throw out a bunch of dark horses as well, but I think he's gone. I don't think they want him back. I think they saw it wasn't a fit. It's it's not a fit. Even if Durant comes back or if he, if he leaves, it's not a fit. Thought Kyle was going to say something. Thought he was going to. Mm. Thought he was yeah, going to jump big, in. He's got a big take <laughs> on Boogie Cousins. Big take. Um, but what I was also getting at is that uh, Mark Gasol. Is he related to Kurt? <laughs> yeah, Kurt Cousins. They are nothing. Alike. I say I would say <laughs> I probably not. They are nothing. Um, I, I, Mar- Marcus Saul can actually you can run the offense through Marcus All at times. I'm not saying that you're going to do that the entire game, but last game, game one, they did that, especially in the first quarter. He looked really sharp because there's not many guys that are going to be able to stick with him in the paint. Plus, the other thing that Marcus All does really well is he's able to see the floor in the half court. He he picks you apart in half court. Excellent passer. His uh, his defense in game one. Was defense was really fantastic too. too. So and and really that's solid. that's something that he's always had. Like even against he was a defensive player of the year. Right. In the past. Even against yeah. Joel Embiid, and I mean he's always had offensive Crafty. skill too. Crafty. So the the defensive part, and you're right, it shouldn't go overlooked because he did play very well defensively. But um, offensively, because people forget how skilled of an offensive player he is, just because he hasn't had the same production that he did a few years ago. But he can still pick you apart in the half court in the half court offense. All right, well, all right. So looking at this, how how sustainable are the performances that you saw in Game One moving forward? Because Marcus saw twenty points, seven rebounds, shot fifty percent from three. Pascal Siakam, obviously, you said it, fourteen of seventeen with thirty two points. Fred Van Vliet, four of six again, uh, or that's free throws. He was hit another big three. 15 points. He was tied for plus minus on the plus 11. I mean, how and Danny Green, Danny Green had 11 points again. He he resurged. How likely is it that you're going to see that production again? Not only 
in a game, or but from any of those guys, are you going to see thirty-two points and eighty-four percent shooting? From I would Pascal say for again? for Pascal, I don't know if we'll see the same efficiency like that again. He's still going to be aggressive. That's one thing that Pascal has been this entire season is he's played very aggressively, and typically he's done very well throughout the year. Now, as mentioned, he's been inconsistent, but when he has had some of those lower games, but this also what this does is this doesn't take this takes a lot of pressure off of Kawhi Leonard in terms of him having to take over and score thirty five plus a game. So this takes him out of the factor of having to exhaust himself and um, try to take over a game, but. I think that, uh, as just as mentioned with Marc Gasol, he might not score 20 a game, but I think he could in this series, he could average about 16, 17 points a game because there's not many guys that are going to be able to guard him for Golden State. The only guy they really have that they can throw at him is Looney. And you can, at, at times, you could throw Cousins. Really good. He, he, he is, is good. I think he, I he think is they need good. to play Looney more. I no, he, he is good. Looney I'm not taking away from Looney. Minutes. Right, you, not, not taken away from him. Looney 32 minutes or so. I th- I think but when you have a really good option on When you have Gasol and Ibaka, and at the same time, which is, they did that a few times, it makes it very difficult. It makes it very difficult for the Golden State Warriors to guard them because now it's, who are you guarding? Both of them can stretch you out with three. Ibaka can shoot the three. So can Gasol. Well, how about if, if, when Durant comes back? If Durant comes back, likely, or timeline right now, maybe game three, game four, Durant comes back, you got that offense almost in high gear again. Can you even play Marcus Gasol out there? Is Marcus Gasol going to be able to play 30 minutes again if when Durant's back with Draymond, with Clay and Steph? Is he gonna, who's he guarding? Who's, who's, who, who is he guarding? Because that's, that's a big thing as well. I would say they put him on Draymond. Because of Draymond's inability to to shoot threes on a consistent basis, so they would have Gasol guard him. I feel like. Um, so then you're fine with Siakam on Durant. Yes, you're fine with that. I'm fine with that. And A-okay. you still think that you'd be able to get good offensive production from Siakam with Durant guarding him? Uh, not the same, but I still think he would. He would still be aggressive. I still think he could average I think he fifteen. Disappear. I think he would average fifteen. Disappear. disappear. Disappear in games. Oh. Especially on the road in Oracle, oh. you'll see eight points from him. Well, I mean, on the road, okay. He he does play better if, at home. If, he does play Kevin better Durant at home. Durant is ninety plus percent back, ready. Like if he's if he's seventy five percent Durant, uh, fine. You know, he can probably be aggressive again. But so if if, if Durant is like ninety percent healthy or so or more, Siakam disappears. So. I'm curious to hear your opinion on Durant in this situation, though. Obviously, you're a pro player. You want to play. He's also voiced his... It's a weird situation. He's voiced his displeasure on always being pegged as Durant and the Warriors. Warriors and Durant. He's never been lumped in with the rest of the team. Now, I don't think that's the case for his teammates, but if he... Ask Draymond. If he no, not all. I mean, you're gonna have some guys yeah. you don't get along with, but right. I think he's perfectly fine with Clay, with Steph, the like main guys that you're working with. So, um, if he's knowing that he's leaving, and he's also got this little injury where maybe he'll be ready, maybe not. Do you almost want to just sit out, see your team lose, so that well, here's the thing: you can it, play the whole. You did need me after all, but it's also the factor of. If they're down, you know, two games of one or whatever, he could step in if he believes himself enough. Step in and exactly be the which, hero one last time, which I think he does yeah. believe in himself yeah. like that. I mean, what player doesn't at that I level? Think he definitely. But does, yeah. which way do you think he goes with the fact that he has an injury there? Obviously, you don't want to make it worse. You don't want to have to. I mean, it's not anything that would like really is, damage his career, but. It's Again, a, you don't want to injure yourself yeah, worse. It's a really interesting situation because I think after game one, that the real winner was Kevin Durant. Yeah. And the only way Kevin Durant loses in this way is if for some reason, you know, you know Golden State wins the next two games and they're up two games of one and then he returns and then they lose the series. That's the only way I could see him losing because right now, if he comes back, he's seen as the savior, right? Right. Yep. Or if... if they lose and he comes if they come back and he loses because they were already down. Oh yeah, I tried and I'm leaving. Like this is a he wins in almost every scenario here, which is a great thing for him obviously, unless he comes back with a lead and they and then they blow it. 
Which I right? think if they lose if in that. game two, I think he comes back in game three. That yeah, would be my a, bet. As I it's think a win, that win, no he pushes, what, right? of, it's, it's a win-win no matter what for him in that case. If they're down two games to zero, if they end up coming back. He's the hero. If they if they end up you know still falling, he's like I tried, and now I can go do it in a different team. Like I can like I wasn't fully healthy. I came back to try to do what I could, but I wasn't fully healthy, and and then I'm leaving. Right. Right. Ultimately, as a fan though, I want them to win without him. Because I want him to come to the Knicks. I want the greatest <laughs> chance for him to leave. And if everyone's saying he's coming to the Knicks, I just want them. Well, let me say I want, this I want too. the best chances I got. It would be funny if they have just a crazy comeback. Let me And, let, and KD is a factor. To, to and stay. he's like, you know what? I want to be with these guys. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> Dynasty. Dynasty. <laughs> it's an interesting point, but here's the thing. Especially with it, the weird thing about the finals, you have KD and you have Ka- and Kawhi, right? Right. Two of the top five best players in the NBA, both are not 100% healthy, but both are speculated to leave, right? Right. We're not thinking that either are going to leave or stay in their, in their situations. We don't know. But don't you think both of these guys have made up their minds no matter what? At this point, like, do you really think that it's still up in the air for them? I don't know. Maybe if Toronto wins, your chances go up. But don't you think Kawhi has almost made up, almost all but made up his mind? I think think that they're focused on the moment. I I was going to say, I don't think that they're thinking about it. I I think think that we're thinking about it for them. So I think they truly are just locked in on the game. They're like, I will work that stuff out later. I think I'm enjoying my time right now. I think they, I think they have a really good idea of where they're going. It's possible. I mean, you have time. Like free agency starts in a month. Yeah, like that's the, that's a long time to Kawhi think about. Kawhi Leonard it. bought a house in in Los a- in in Southern California. Not saying that's where he's going. That's where he's from. But that's his summer I home for the, those harsh winter months. I think At the same time, like you're not really you're idea. not having the conversations. Of what you could get, yeah, but you if don't you think go. LeBron knew that he was going to the Lakers last year, like in the finals? You think he was still debating on where he's going? No, I'm saying like obviously it comes down to a financial decision too, and who else am I going to be around? So once you start seeing a team lay out, okay, here's my plan. Since we can actually talk now, and here's how much you're going to get, Since we can actually I, talk. You I don't, don't think, think they're already they, talking. Yeah, I don't think they are thinking about it because they they I, have no idea what they're going to get. Okay, now that it is the finals, sure. These last few weeks, yeah, sure. But they're probably not thinking about it as much. But the whole regular season, Kawhi Leonard sat out 20 games. You don't think those 20 extra days off, he didn't think about where he was going and have a really good shot? I think he was thinking, man, the Raptors really care like, about me. They gave the, me 20 days off. This is the the most, yeah, that's this year. You get if vacation, he long, you get paid, yeah. and maybe a championship. Yeah, <laughs> he signs a long-term Sign deal. with the Raptors. That's every person. He signs dream. a long-term <laughs> deal with them. He, they're not going to do that again. They had to meet every demand he he, he wanted this year. <laughs> I'm just, what if the Raptors sign him and then trade him? Like DeMar DeRozan? Yep. Hey, yeah, Kawhi, we're never going to trade you. <laughs> <laughs> Different situation. Oh, me. I should have done huh, the Ben Simmons is on the market? I should have done the <laughs> I should have done the Kawhi laugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me let me say this in terms of the the finals. It wasn't it wasn't like the Raptors just squeaked by. Like they controlled this game. Uh, they they controlled it, but it wasn't It wasn't like they it wasn't were blowing like a, out no, no, of water. No, no, no. No, no, no. They were not. They were not. It the wasn't out of control. Were, that no, no, no. Usually within like 6 points most of the game. 6 to 10. Yes. 6 to 10. And it, just, they, and they, they never went on their run. But the, the third quarter run never happened for them. Curry and Clay both played well. Uh, mm-hmm. That's well, that's great. what I'm getting at. Well, not great. Fifty. Well, they both they put up yeah, 55 Steph together. Yeah, Curry was a 34 point game, but he was also Steph played great. He he didn't play great. He Offensively good. speaking, he played he, good. That was a good Steph Curry. Their lapse was nobody else rose up. Draymond 18. still had a triple double. I think. Yeah, I think he, he had tens. Where's the third scorer? Right. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like nobody else stepped up to help them. Which, if you have one other guy having a good game, I mean, Curry that bridges the gap. Curry can so, play better. I, I don't think that was the best Curry. That so we could is see. Curry playing better? Him dropping forty five. To well, make up for his team. I think for them to be better, the team has to step it up. Iguodala's got to find offense. Well, he's got to be healthy, too. He can't be 0 from 4. Yeah, he was 0 for 4 from 3. And Draymond, 0 for 2. Did anybody else? Yeah, the bench hit a couple of threes. But no other starter other than Clay and, and Steph hit a 3. 
the the Raptors bench and their depth. People have put that to the wayside this year and said that the Bucks have a better they had a better supporting cast, the Warriors have a better supporting cast, but the Raptors have one of the better supporting casts in the league too. That no one's talked about how good our depth is. And it show it showed in game one at least. And it showed against the that. Bucks the too. The depth is gonna be a big showed factor, against the Bucks too. If Durant doesn't come back and maybe Iguodala gets hurt. Uh, he was limping around at the end of the game. Well, you're, and you're you got the production. Start, you're gonna have to start Looney and, and Bell, and you you know, as Bill Simmons likes to say, Swedish Larry Bird and and, <laughs> uh, and Jarepko. You got the you got the Fred Van Fleet is giving you really great minutes off the bench, and that's that's coming based off of the Buck series where he he kind of took over in those he, those he four did, games. But I he really he's did. Got to drop off at some point. He has to drop off at some. He well, he was a rookie last year, and he played very well, even as a rookie. He did, so but he's he was atrocious even, the first two rounds of the playoffs, and then he turned it on. It, sometimes and it just takes so, turn it back some, like, Sometimes it no just way. takes time to get into a group. He shot eighty four percent from three in in the last series. Yeah, absolutely. So, but we'll see. I mean, game two is going to be interesting. It's in Toronto on Sunday at what time? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. ABC. So game all right. So game two, real quick. Looking at game two, must win for the Warriors. Durant is out. Must win. Durant is officially out. We don't know the status of uh, Andre Iguodala yet. That could definitely be a big factor because he plays really good defense. I'm gonna try. Must and win. Is, is, no, as little as I know about the NBA, not it's not win. a must win. It's they can easily if they lose if they lose this, you can go back to win two to straight California tied, tied two two win two tied two two again, and that's a whole new series. No doubt. In terms of the in terms of the a, definition of must win, I will say no. But I think that it's one that they 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 just better watch out if they lose game two. I would honestly say it's more of a must win for the Raptors. I would say that too. I would because say, you that's don't want to go question. to Oracle even right, right because that's exactly how Golden then, State would yeah, have started you, this year. You blink, right. you blink your eye and it's three one. And, and as soon as they get momentum. In a series, not just a game, but in a series, they are so hard to derail. Right, right. I actually like that side of the argument better. I think it's more of a must-win for the Raptors. Right, I want to play, play a quick quick game for Game 2. Uh, who, uh, over, under, basically, or, or better or worse game than Game 1, right? Let's start with the Warriors. Draymond Green, he, he did have a triple-double, but he was 2 from 9 from the field goal percentage. Um, better or worse game for Game 2? Better. Better. Andre Iguodala, 0 for 4 from three-pointers. Six points, six rebounds, seven assists. Better or worse game? Better. Better, yeah. You can only go up from there. I I say worse because I think his health is a real problem. He's... You don't come back if you can't do anything. Well, it's a worse game. And you're if he not going to start if well, you that's can't what I'm do saying. anything. It's a worse game if he doesn't play. So I think he. I think he plays he better. Play. Okay. Steph Curry, obviously, was 34 points. But eight for eighteen shooting, uh, he was fourteen free throws, so he definitely was good there. Better or worse game from Steph? Can we say even? Yeah, you can say. Even. <laughs> I'll say yeah, even. Yeah, I think he says. I think he does. If anything changes, I would say he picks up on assists. Here's an interesting one: Clay Thompson, only twenty-one point. I say only. He had twenty-one points. Uh, he shot eight for seventeen, only two free throws, and only one assist. Better or worse game from Clay in game two? I'll say better. Better. All right, last one from the Warriors. DeMarcus Cousins, eight minutes, 0 for 2 from the field, three free throws he made, so he had three points. Better or worse game from DeMarcus Cousins? Mm, even. Oh, even. I'm going to say better. I'm going to say he drops a big six points. Ooh, it's gonna be <laughs> two rebounds. He look out, Draymond. <laughs> All right, look, moving over to the Raptors. This is going to be an obvious one, Hopefully. Pascal Siakam, 14 from 17 from the field, 32 points, 8 rebounds, 2 blocks. Worse. <laughs> Better. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 100% worse. 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 All right, Kawhi Leonard. This is also an interesting one. They played really good defense on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, he did look a little banged up as well. He shot only 5 from 14. Um, 23 points, inflated a little bit by free throws, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Better or worse game from Kawhi Leonard? Better. Better. Even. Wow. I think there's something here. 
But yeah. I also think his that average you. through the playoffs this year, though, has been ridiculous. Has been so much higher than I think this. There's, I want to see him fully healthy before. Is I he still averaging this. like around the 32, 33 mark? It's thirty. Yeah, after the after the twenty point game, it's thirty. Yeah, he'll play better. Yeah. I will say this real quick. Which I want to answer for the Raptors before Jared answers. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go to I, okay. I think I'll, I'll say this real quick. The Warriors need to leave Kawhi Leonard alone. If he's actually healthy or if he's actually hurt, let him be. Like, let him shoot 30 times a game. Don't let Pascal Siakam beat you. They focused way too much on Kawhi Leonard in game one, and it paid off. He, he, he didn't shoot well, and he, he seemed fine just kind of sitting there in the corner half the game. Don't pay so much attention to Kawhi Leonard. Let the other guys beat you, right? Or don't let the other guys beat you. I don't know. I think that's obvious. That's what Milwaukee did in those first two games. And they let. And, and that's what Philly did. They let Kawhi Leonard shoot 39 times in game seven. And they probably should have won that game if that crazy shot didn't go in. That's my take. All right. Well, I think Kyle's ready. So let's go ahead and close this one. <laughs> I am, before, before we move on with the NBA talk here, anybody have any inkling on understanding why the NBA fined fifty thousand dollars to Doc Rivers. To Doc Rivers? It's, it, they would consider it tampering. tampering. He said why? what Kawhi Leonard's good player? Because he said Kawhi Leonard is well, as good as this is the closest to Jordan we've ever seen. From what I've heard, from what I've heard, the Clippers all year have been tampering with Kawhi Leonard and they've been Plus, they're the ones that are to, crystal ball yes. is like is very heavily in Which the Clippers' also, favor. Also, why do you need to tamper if everyone's saying he's coming to you and right. you know he's got interest? I don't know. Which I love I that you can't do that. Tampering. I mean, that's. Just, I think it was an accumulation. I think if it was just that. I think they'd be fine. I think from what I've heard from league officials, there's there multiple. was a. It was a buildup. Yeah, it snowball was a, effect. It was a buildup. All right, let's finish your over. All right, over under. Mark Gasol. This should hopefully be obvious one as well. Twenty points. Uh, six of ten from the field, seven rebounds, thirty minutes. Even big, under. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say worse. Well, you broke. You broke the rule. He was supposed to. Oh, go sorry. First. Even. Worse. I do. I do think he'll. Be I think even. he plays worse. I play, I think Marginally worse. worse. I think he puts up like sixteen, seventeen. Okay. Kawhi. Uh, no, no. We already Kawhi. Kyle. Um, Kyle Lowry. Better. He had seven points, but nine assists. Six rebounds. He took a lot of. He took a couple of charges. He definitely played really good. Scrappy ball. Better See, this is the thing. Are we going like when we say better or worse? Is overall, it, is it points? Is it you, rebounds? I'm, go, I'm going it, overall. You're going overall. Okay. I say Kyle Lowry plays better. I think he I mean, plays he better did, too. And he, he played. And he assists, played well. I say that's even. But I, I think, think he he's more. even. I think he'll score more, but I don't think he's going to take his, three his, or four charges again. I don't think he's going to make the impact. He's gritty. He is gritty. He is. He makes those kind of plays. That's like what his makeup is as a player. Even. I say even. All right, last last one. Hopefully an obvious one. No, that's an obvious one for me. Fred Van Vliet. 15 Aww. points again. Uh, he's been shooting lights out. You know, he had that stupid double pump off the backboard. Ba- yeah, backboard <laughs> crap shot. That everything <laughs> falling in for him lately. He had that. And he played 33 minutes, which is which is insane. Um Better or worse? I'm going to say even until I see a drop-off because he's played very well. I'm going to say even, too. I was hoping you were going to go with Danny Green because I feel like he's, he's a big. pretty big key he's for you big. guys. He is a very big, big key for us. He's big, too. But for Danny Green, even. Danny Green, even? He had a couple of shots hit. I'll, I'm going to say better. I think now he's he's seen a couple go in. I think, especially with him being at this place before, Hitting seven threes in a in a finals set the NBA finals record for most threes in a game. He's been here before. So here's the thing. Yeah, right? he's already done it. It's washed up. He's got nothing, Jared. He can't do it so in another country. Coming off this game, obviously, it sounds like you had all the Raptors players having pretty much better games other than Siakam. So you're, I can tell you're picking the Raptors game too. Is that correct? A close if game. Everybody's having a almost better game than they're probably. Well, I, a lot of them are even, but the only one I really think better is Kyle Lowry. Is Kyle Lowry and Kawhi, which are both huge pieces so for us. I'm going to think that you're leaning towards the Raptors. I, I think we have a very good opportunity to win this game by a very by a very minimal margin. So it'll be a close game. I think it should be a close game. Yeah. What do you say? Close uh, game. I mean. Yeah. Do you have a nod? Do you have a lean? I, I say it's going to be close. I'm picturing around 
like a four point swing either way. Uh, but I think the Warriors are gonna steal one. I agree. Warriors. All right. Kyle's well, just been Warriors, Warriors, Warriors th- right. this whole time. Three, three, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so much Warriors talk. You've got a do you know me, right? I do have a do you know me. All right, me. let's let's follow up. Can I do one second on the Jets? Yes. We can do that after. You want to do it after? Do it after. Okay. Cool. We'll do it after. We'll talk a little bit of football okay. for a second. Let's after. do it. Yeah, let's do it. Do you know me? So we'll do the do you know me here. All right. This do you know Better me? Better not be now. Brought to you by I don't have my phone. The Wandering Donut. Can I type so. it out on your phone? I, no, my phone's recording us right now, so that won't work. I'll type it on my computer. That works. Hopefully, I didn't interrupt. If that interrupted, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> need to go on Do Not Disturb for these kind of things. All right. Do you know me? My middle name. Michael Jordan. Is Theodore. <laughs> Theodore. My middle name is Theodore. It's a little mystery for you folks at home. It is, just a little bit there. All right, I was born the same year the original Rocky movie debuted. Whoa, we're going old school. Man, that's like 77, I think. 78? Something like that. that. Y'all don't have Facebook up in front of you, do you? I do not. Oh, no, I have ESPN. Just in case David joins again. Yep. All right. I was so I was born the same year the original Rocky movie released, debuted. I did not begin playing basketball until the ninth grade. Jared Jeffers, except my middle name isn't Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> or is it Theodore Jeffers? Oh man, like what a it. name! <laughs> your, your what is your middle name? Stephen. Stephen. Okay, okay. Stephen Paul. Days total. <laughs> I did not begin playing basketball until the ninth grade. Number four. As a child, I dreamt of becoming an Olympic swimmer. Oh, Michael mm-hmm. Phelps. Yep. A the, young Michael Phelps. The yeah. human dolphin. As a Ryan child, Lochte. I dreamt of becoming an Olympic swimmer. Ryan Lochte. Hmm. Number five. I played college basketball in the ACC. Mm, all right. He's a dookie. I played college basketball in the ACC. Number six, Got while good, in college, I co-wrote a psychology book. Interesting. Got a good chance if I guess a Plumley. <laughs> no, they're not that old, <laughs> or, or or so we thought. Number six, while in college, I wrote co-wrote a psychology book. Number seven, I was a Names Trophy winner and a Wooden Award winner my senior year. Hmm. This has got to be like a '90s basketball player. Yeah, it's like late 90s. Mid-late 90s. Even though I was a likely first-round pick, I did not go pro until after my sophomore and junior year because I made a promise to my mother to finish my degree. I have one person in my head right now. Made a promise to my mother. (laughs) University of Phoenix. He went a different way, though. (laughs) You guys ready? Yeah. Number nine. I finished my career with over 1,000 wins. I have a good idea. Mm. I'm waiting for like a couple more. Go ahead and my guess with over a thousand wins. Do it. Roll the dice. Take the championship. It's right. yours. Ten. I am a two-time NBA MVP. Two-time MVP. I have my, I have my guess. I'm a two-time NBA MVP. That's what Jared's gonna do. He's gonna type it out and then he's gonna sit his phone down. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna send it. He's just gonna be ready to send it. That's right. Oh. Don't send it. Te- show me. You got to show me, remember? Okay. Wait. I, oh, I'm showing you? Yep, you're showing me. Are you locking in? I'm locking in. Okay. I'm locking in, too. One second. Okay. Okay. There, then, mm. I was okay. Rookie of the Year in 1998. Yeah, that's... Um, I feel pretty confident. <laughs> <laughs> Two-time MVP, give it away. We'll see. I know the MVPs pretty well. I was Rookie of the Year in I 1998. Not. No, not an MVP guy? Ready for the next one? My basketball trivia is not fantastic. Okay. Number 12. My team won at least 50 regular season games for the last 17 seasons. Mm, that yep. give it away. The yep. most consecutive 50-plus win regular seasons in NBA history. Who has just been a model of consistency in the NBA, Peyton? Danny the, Green? Ready for the, the next one? The Patriots of the NBA. Marcus All. Yeah. Number 13. Palisol. I finished my career ranked top 10 all time in regular in regular season rebounds. 
you're going to kick yourself. Number 14. Thank you for the vote of confidence. You're welcome. <laughs> I play college basketball at Wake Forest University. Boom. <laughs> that gave it away. Demon Deacon. Still thinking. Did we guess it on the same? I think you had it first, but I had the same question. Same question. Yeah. Two-time MVP, right? I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Number 15. John, Sally, and myself are the only NBA play, NBA, are the only players in NBA history to win titles in three different decades. Interesting. Good old I don't John know Sally. what other team John Sally won in a championship Bulls, with. Bulls? Det- oh, I think he was in the Detroit and Bulls. He won with, I didn't realize he was with the Bulls, was he? I think he was on the Bulls teams. Pause. Well, no, no, because that would have been the same decade, so mm-hmm. that wouldn't make sense. Peyton said pause. pause the 80. Oh. oh. He won in 89 with the Pistons, 90 with the Pistons, and then had to be in the 2000s. So. Peyton said timeout, man. Lakers, time maybe? Look it up. I think the Lakers, maybe. Everybody won like one with the Lakers. I didn't know that was his middle name. That's kind of funny. Yeah, I didn't either. It's, uh, it's interesting. All right, go ahead. All right. Number 16. <laughs> sounds, I am the oldest weird. player in NBA history to record a 2020 game. It was with the Lakers in 2000. <laughs> You're really going to kick yourself. <laughs> 17. I am a five-time NBA champion. So you know five titles? Three decades. Consistency. Number 18. Zeke Elliott wears my number. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yes, he does. Hmm. Does he wear it because of this guy? This next one should give it away. I was part of the Twin Towers. See, my oh, yeah, my basketball, basketball trivia is just not. David Robinson? Yeah. The Admiral. So now you know the team. And Andy. The you know the team. And number 20. That should give it away. Number 20, I played for the San Antonio Spurs. Yeah. My, I, no. Still? Really? The Spurs? Peyton, I, think about it. Think about it. Who, who was on the Spurs when they won their championships? It's tall. Who's, who's their main guy? Boris Diaw. I think Donuts. I don't know. What is it? Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan. Okay. I'm surprised. That's okay. I, I when when a name slips your mind, it just It's true. It's gone. like it's gone. It sucks. Been there. It's gone. I See, some I'm, of those about Tim Duncan, but a lot of those were really interesting Theodore, facts. Timothy Theodore Duncan. Timothy he, Theodore. He was not raised in the My, U.S. He was raised. Island, I, right? did I did know that. I did know that. My guessing would be okay from like 2010 to present. Yeah. Unless Duncan it is related to like Michael Jordan or you know somebody like that. Mike messaged in. He said CP3. <laughs> that is also another Wake another Forest, Wake Forest member. Wake See, I was thinking when, when you said the uh, early on, I was like, is it Randolph Childress maybe? So the guy he played with. Mm. But then I was like, mm, it's, it's either him or Duncan. It was one of the two. And then when you said two-time NBA MVP, I was like, okay, it's Tim Duncan. <laughs> Which, interesting enough, they never won a national championship. Nope. Who, Wake Forest? That Wake Forest team did not. It's crazy. They were very good, too. They were good. That was a good team. Very, good. Very, very good. All right. And then people so, think that you didn't, they didn't tank back in the 90s. Yep. Hey, one thing, definitely tanked one thing I do want to, to mention you guys called it, uh, Jawan Howard. Oh yeah, next coach of Michigan. Yeah. That was that was a pretty cool so, moment. That was a pretty we, cool moment. We, we could talk, we could talk about that for a second. The coolest thing is for the first time now, the Wolverines are actually going to pay a member of the Fad Five legally. Legally. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, Jalen Rose. Rose mentioned that he thinks this this move will unite the Fab Five once again. Ooh. Until he gets fired and then... Okay. Yeah, it's, you it's think he gets fired? He'll get fired eventually. Listen, as much as I was on it before and he's going to be able to bring in recruits, the man has zero head coaching well, experience. Zero. zero, but he was a, he's been an assistant, been assistant coach. With coach. The, he's with been the like Miami the Heat. third or fourth assistant coach of the Heat. He's never coached an NBA game. Yeah. He's, he's never been at the helm yeah. during a game. But when you're but watching Eric Spolstra, oh, Eric Spolstra and, and Pat Riley culture, I mean... I don't know if it's a slam dunk hire, but it it's not has a slam dunk the hire. potential. It's, it's a hire yeah, nobody, for you to get a lot of good well, recruits, but it's not a slam dunk I, again, hire. Again, I, I, I was about to say, oh, yeah, nobody thought Penny Hardaway was a slam dunk hire, but I guess we haven't seen him win anything. This is going to be so. the important piece. They have to and Penny put, had coached high school. AAU, yeah. He has to have, high school, he ha- he has yeah. have a really good assistant coaching staff to help him out. Yeah. And, the and that, that coaches that, left and uh, one went well, to the uh, Well, that very well could happen. Jason Kidd. Texas. Might, might need a different job. 
I, I, I was I, I was a promoter of the hire, and then after he got hired, I was like, oh, that's a good hire at first. And after I listened to some commentators talk, and after I thought about it, I was like, mm, I'm not as sold as I was it's before. The opposite of John Beeline. Oh, very it's much almost so. it's almost the opposite of John Beeline. It's think a it's chance, a, but it's a chance that's worth taking. I think it's worth taking. I, I, I guarantee you, there's at least one recruiting violation that happens in there. Not saying it's intentional, but when you have not recruited at all, you don't know what the rule. I mean, maybe you should because you were investigated for it, but. Um, that wasn't a dig. It may sound like it. It wasn't. Yeah. Most, um, most schools have something, though. So. Yeah, most Right. And so that's, that's why I'm they saying. have the self-report, self-reporting right. time. But it'll just be hilarious once a member of the Fed files. I, know. <laughs> I, think, it's a, I think it's a worthwhile hire. I thought it was a pretty cool moment seeing his press conference, seeing him kind of shed some tears. and He was emotional. Yeah, oh, he yeah. was very emotional. He, seems, he was, the, says he's a great he was guy. the original of that group. Yeah, so, everyone, I mean, everyone says he's a great guy. I'm happy for him. And if there was a guy that was yeah. clean during the Ed Martin scandal, probably him. it's him. Yeah, I think it's a Harbaugh hire. I think it it's a a, we're going to give him a long leash and a long period of time and just see what happens. He brings the name brand, and, but it, is it really going to lead to... You know, yep, we you can have, always say... We, they're obsessed with that. I'm a Michigan man. Yeah, we and, can always say that we have faith because he's one of our own. Well, then we That'll know if, it's, our, if yep. it's that type of hire, then we know that if he wins at a decent level for five years, he'll be fine. Like, well, and I he think doesn't they, have to win a championship in that standard. I think that I they're going to give him. I think they're they're going to give him some leash. Like they're oh, gonna, they're going well, to give him some time. Any, they'll give anytime. him some. I, I bet you he has. If he hasn't competed for a Big Ten title within four years, yeah. then he's probably. I gone. think he, the first two years are a building block. You have to get your recruits in. After that, I think year three, year four, if he's not competing. He doesn't have to win, but if he's not competing year three, yeah. year four, then and I think that I think Michigan Michigan basketball has gotten to a point where you can you can get guys. I mean, I think that they're I mean, they're they're, top, they're, they're gonna top they're gonna at least be they're gonna at least be in the mix. I but mean, you have to ha- you have to grind in the recruiting because you saw it with UConn. Sure, and Kevin Ollie forgot how to grind and he forgot how to recruit talent. And and, and I know the I know the conference heard him going to the AAC. I mean, they, he won his first year as a coach. That was definitely Jim Calhoun's team. But he he couldn't recruit in his own backyard. Like, um, what is it, Waters from LSU? Yeah. The guy played high school ba- basketball 30 minutes from UConn. And he said Kevin Ollie never reached out to him. So, like, Juwan Howard, he's got to be able to actually grind. Also, and, and, LSU and paid him, so... I mean, it doesn't help if he's saying UConn never reached out to him and he's from yeah. it, it does. For Juwan Howard, I mean, you, Michigan's always recruited well in the state of Michigan, even with Tom Izzo there, because yeah. Tom Izzo recruits on a national level a little bit more than what Michigan has done. But it, it's it's going to be hard for you to get the big-name recruits in Michigan because you're going to be going up against Tom Izzo all the time. It, just like it's, as good as D'Antonio is, it's hard to go yeah. up against Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, how many, uh, it's I Jim mean, Harbaugh. Everybody wants um, to compare him to Penny Hardaway, but I mean – Penny Hardaway did it a lot differently, like you said, with the high school scene, the AAU scene. That's how he got his big recruits. Yep. And also, who who is he really recruiting down there? Like, who is he competing against in that area? Like, yeah. what other big schools? I mean, Tennessee. I is think he, is he semi competing coaching with Tennessee? at Memphis and coaching at Michigan. Big as much difference. as Memphis is a name for what it is, two different things. No pedigree. No, exactly. I think that uh, Jawan Howard is going to go down as one of those guys that is not only a great. Not only is I won't say great. Not only is he a good coach, but he's also a great, a great developer of young men. That's what I think is going to wind up happening with Juwan Howard. He seems like that kind of guy that that takes on. Go ahead and talk about Dabo. Go ahead. <laughs> he take. Well, I was thinking more like Herm Edwards, but he. Hmm. Oh, did you see? Uh, he's like that kind of guy. Uh, Marvin Lewis is actually heading over to yeah. Arizona State with uh, with yeah, uh, Herm, too, yeah. Herm Interesting. Edwards. I yeah. wish I could coast and get called a special yeah. assistant yeah, to exactly. something. <laughs> well, get six <laughs> figures. Speaking yeah. of that, did you see that uh, Turner Gill's going to Arizona? Yeah, I saw that I too. did see that or, too. Or uh, Arkansas. No, Arkansas. Arkansas, he has the Razorbacks. Yeah, Real quick with the last <laughs> thing with the Tim. Tim <laughs> but he, but he, but he retired. Yeah, he's not a coach. He's doing player personnel. Oh, okay. Retired from coaching. Come on. Oh, that'd have been a promotion if he you know got dropped off here and got hired as a head coach there yeah. right. All right so with the one more thing on the tim duncan thing i'll say this i'm making no predictions on tim duncan he may end up being a very good coach for michigan he may not i'm just Juwan saying howard. you mean john howard. howard thank you sorry Ooh, tim, duncan. tim duncan i was like did he yeah. join the coaching yeah, staff yeah, so, <laughs> wow that was Juwan, nice. Juwan howard may be a very good coach at michigan i just think after thinking it through after 
there probably was a better guy out there that you could have gotten than Juwan Howard. You, you probably could have gotten a better fit to be able to have. Depends what to, you want. To be more confident in success than what you're out right now. I feel, like, you want. I feel like they were late in the game, though. That's true. Because you hired after UCLA was already scrapping the bottom yeah. for, for people. I think for the time that they had, that this was a, I think it was a great hire. I think they did a great job. I don't job. think you can say great. I think it was good. I think it was great. Good. I, I don't know good if you hire. can say great. Yeah, because he's, he's unproven. Great hire. Well, it's, it's, un, it's unproven. Talking about great hires, how about the Jets? Yeah. Are you going to get a great hire? Nope. I, I don't know. Nope. All right, so we, we are, uh, honestly, right, it, makes, it, makes out, me, it makes me think we are just like, and I hate to say this, but just like the Redskins. Oh, no, no, no. Please. And stop, the Cowboys. Stop, no. We are. We are. Uh, the our owner, no, our owner, don't say the Redskins, uh, Dan, but Dan Snyder tries cannot, to take over. You cannot compare Dan Snyder with Jerry Jones. And Come on, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, but they they try to mingle too much with with front office, and that's exactly what Chris Has Johnson Jones does. Not nailed the draft though. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes he's done better than most other owners. I say sometimes he does, but sometimes he screws them up too. Different so category. I, I, we couldn't put Dan Snyder with. Well, no. Chris Johnson's just I, as level, bad. He is just as bad. We're, we're seeing he's not he's not as vocal about it. He's more underhanded about it, and we're seeing that more and more because did you see about reaching out to uh, Klingsberg or whatever at Klingsbury? Uh, Kingsbury. 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 While Todd Bowles was still employed with us, we reached out to his agent. Underhanded. It's like, what are well, we doing? Well, That's stupid. Todd Bowles knew he was going to be fired. By sure, but still, it's years. like. Yeah. You, you don't do those types of things. He he's taking too much control of this team. He needs to just let he needs to let the general manager do his job. And they he had I remember a few years ago he hired someone on to be a a consultant. Charlie and, Casserly. And has, does he even Charlie is he Casserly. still with us? Nope. I don't even know. Nope. See, so there's no consulting going on correct. in this hiring process. Correct. This is so all all Chris, Chris Johnson. Johnson. He until he's gone, I think the the he's, like a, he's like a mild version of uh, the Suns owner. Oh no! Who they all no. started? Stop! Stop! Well, as soon as soon as he's gone, yep. I think we might have a better chance. But he's uh, he's too so, much into all the moves. So speaking of this, we we started interviews yesterday with some guy from Seattle. Uh, I think tomorrow we interview the Eagles' vice president of player personnel, Joe Douglas. He's the favorite right now. I wouldn't hate that. Uh, him and Adam Gase have a pretty good relationship. Do they have any background? They were t- yeah they were together somewhere I think I don't I forgot I, they had a background they've worked together in the past I forgot where I want to say the Broncos but I could be wrong um, but I don't know we'll see uh, I think Adam it's important to get somebody that Adam Gase likes and Adam Gase gets along with at this point you, I think that's the thing with Todd Bowles and McCagnan they hated each other basically they won't well, as much as those guys could hate each other but they had no relationship. I think it's really important for the GM and the coach to have a relationship. Go get Joe Douglas. I feel the the biggest thing that you guys looked at when hiring Adam Gase is well, he's beating the Patriots. <laughs> he beat us. That's too. that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's good to do on a Saturday morning. I think we were all a little bit more alert. Than, well, it could have been the oh, sugar. Pretty good at night. Could have been the sugar. Could have yeah, been the wandering donuts. Yes. It might have been that, but we're definitely engaged here. So we'll get uh, Jared out to his. Basketball game, yeah, some pickup. Get, get your thirty yeah. out there. Yeah, if we if we even we don't we don't we don't tally points. Not like that. All right, well, it's June first, gentlemen. So you know what that June means. Oh, that was my fifth three of the day. That means next month we get to start talking football, football for real. Football. Yes, we do. And Feed me the NBA rock. free agency and NBA draft, which I actually oh, yeah. get to draft. enjoy a little bit. There we go. That's it'll be the year anniversary of our first meeting during the NBA draft. Oh. That's when we first got together last Aww. year. Can we all hug? Yeah, sure. Yeah, big hug. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, great episode this week. Again, uh, thanks for listening. Tell all your friends. Listen to us on wherever you listen to your podcast. podcast. Facebook. Down in, down in Flames. Road trips. Road trips. Yeah. We're good on road camping, trips. Camping, glamping. Take and... us on your road trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is glamping glamorous camping? Glamping. I, see, I've had a debate about this. But we'll get into this <laughs> at different times. So. All right. That was our, that's a wrap for our show. See, See you all next week. Bye. Bye.